When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to episode 121 of McChesney Unchained at DNVR. We're down here at the Barnes Studio. This place kicks ass. Make sure you come check it down. Uh, check it out down here off of Colfax. Uh, episode 121 is going to be pretty awesome. Uh, we always uh, do a Madden edition every year. And my main man, an ex-teammate, and a guy I played against at the University, or he played at Colorado State, I played at Colorado. We played against each other in college, played with each other in the NFL when I got moved to the offensive side of the ball with all the athletes. Uh, one of the designers for Madden and a guy who's uh, embedded in the rating system and how they do things. My man, Clint Oldenburg, is going to be joining us here on the show today. Uh, episode 121 is going to be as informative as we can make it, to say the least. Um, and then later in the show, we'll get into some of the Broncos quarterback stuff and college football relocation and realignment. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll give you some breakdown on some of the bets that we're going to be uh, banking on this year on DraftKings and, and give our love to our title sponsor as well as we go. So right off the bat, episode 121 rolls, and it's my honor and pleasure to bring on uh, a really uh, you know, a great friend of mine and a guy who I battled against and battled with uh, in college football and in the NFL and is now embedded in the world of, uh, of Madden and ratings and everything else. And you've seen him on HBO and, and, and uh, everything Madden related. Mr. Clint Oldenburg joins us here on 121. Uh, my man, how the hell are you today? You look good, man. Hey, Chaz, I'm good. How you doing? I'm good, bro. Can't can't complain. You know, uh, just keep on keeping on. You know, a lot of a lot of strains in the old duder's head here. So, uh, trying to uh, to keep everything moving here in 2021. Right off the bat, Clint. You know, Madden is an institution. Uh, we've been playing it for years. We played it when we were both in the league against each other. I, I always just get my ass toasted by you constantly. And I talk as much shit as humanly possible, but I lose all the time. Um, as you progress into like the, the new technology involved with, with video games and whatnot, the first question I have for you is the new features are awesome. And everybody can, can obviously figure out what those are as they go. How long until virtual reality and Madden are synced in your, in your opinion, just, just right off the bat. Oh man, you're just going right in. Oh yeah. To the hard questions. Uh, virtual reality is a tough one for any sports game. I it's mean, hard. obviously, uh, you know, if if somebody, you know, if Peyton Manning wanted to say, I want to learn how to read cover two by playing Madden in virtual reality, that'd be pretty sweet. Um, that'd be awesome. But there, there's one big problem with with any sports game, football in particular. How do you not run into mom's lamp in the living room? How do you not go push the TV over? 
does it have to be like uh you know ready player one style with a full suit and a headgear and a treadmill i mean that's the only way i could see you doing a sports game virtual reality style uh yeah i don't i don't know um i don't know if it'd go that far just because of cost a lot of people wouldn't be able to afford stuff like that or, or nor have room for it um Excellent. like just a personal opinion i'm going to take my ea hat off for a second here personal opinion i think the future of sports gaming as it comes to vr is more of, of teaching where you can sit in a classroom or just sit down in your sofa and learn through VR and seeing it, you know, in real time, rather than actually playing a game and feeling, you know, getting tackled by JJ Watt or something like that. Um, likely where it goes first. Um, but that's a hard problem for us to solve. And as with any other sports game. Amen to that. Uh, Mr. Clint Oldenburg joins us here on episode 121 of McChesney Unchained. Uh, you can follow him at Clint Oldenburg on social media, on Twitter. He's got that blue check mark, so you know it's real. Um, all right, so look, you got 599s, all right? I, I was to start right off the bat with the best. Your 599s this year are right off the bat are Kelsey, Donald, Devontae Adams, Mahomes. Who's the fifth one? Uh, you got Mahomes, Adams, Kelsey, Donald, Kelsey, and Donald, and Ramsey. That's right. So the Rams have two nine nines on defense. So I'd imagine their defensive rating overall is going to be pretty damn good. Um, what what separates a ninety nine from a ninety five? I mean, what how how can you make that ratings adjustment to bump those guys to ninety nines? And and then last year, how many did you finish with? Like ten, twelve, something like that. Well, I'll answer your second question first. So it was, it revolves over the course of the season. So as, as you know, we update our ratings and rosters every single week because we want to be as up to date with the NFL as possible. Right. And so by the end of the year, we probably were into double digits total. There were some guys that lost their 99 rating over the course of the season. Uh, Michael Thomas was one of those guys. Uh, uh, he Gilmore lost quick. From the Patriots was one of those guys. Um and so we're, we're always looking at performance. And to answer your first question, which is a good one, and, and we on the ratings adjusters team get it a lot. How do you become a 99 because it's a big threshold to pass? Um, outside of, of the week-to-week -week game eval that we do, really to get into the 99 club, is you got to do it week after week after week. You got to be super consistent. You got to have a big impact to your team. And most importantly, you got to do it against top-level competition. So let's take Ramsey, for example. Um, even when he played great receivers last year, he was still shutting them down. It'd be a harder, a harder case to make for Ramsey if, say, he played a DeAndre Hopkins or Stephon Diggs and just had a stinker of a game because they, those guys are really good. Uh, but because he is so consistent week after week after week, um, that's that's a great case to be in the 99 club. So throughout the season, if you're dropping guys off the 99 roster, there's five to start. Uh I mean, what kind of performances are you looking for? Or is it a more consistency thing or can you jump from a 94 to a 99 in one week? I think that kind of jump would be, would be pretty tough. I mean, usually you can see 99 club coming, they'll get to 97, like 90, once you're at 97, you got a good chance of getting in the 99 club. Uh, Christian McCaffrey um, two years ago before he had the, the injury March season last year, he kind of had that steady climb. He started at 96. He was having a great, you know, first quarter of the season, bumped up to 97, 98, and you could kind of see the writing on the wall. And I actually went to the game. They sent me to the game where he was uh, entered into the 99 club. We had a trophy for him and everything. And it was, if he has a good game, he's going in the 99 club because he, he's proven it over, you know, this X amount of time. 
They ended up losing that game. So we did not present the trophy to him, but he followed it up the next week with a huge, massive game where he had 100 yards rushing, 100 yards receiving, two touchdowns. So he ended up getting getting it that next week. That's badass, man. That's Colorado boy, too. So, you know, Christian McCaffrey can easily be a 99 again this year, too. All he's got to go out, do his performance, stay healthy. And then that that second part is the next part of this is the injury part of, of Madden. I know that there's nothing that pisses off a player more and when one of their elite players gets hurt. I don't like turning injuries off. I like playing with the salary cap. I like to have to play the game within the game. But like I like playing longer quarters. I don't really care if I only get to play one game every couple of days. Um, from an injury perspective, how do you keep that on, on bar with the regular NFL? Because if guys got hurt on Madden the way they do in the regular NFL, I don't know if you could fill the damn team. You have a bunch of free um, agents at 60 ratings. <laughs> well, w- w- what we do, uh, what we like to do is turn it over to the players and let them make the choice that works best for them. So uh, depending on what mode you like to play, be it franchise or online head-to-head or just a play-now game on the front end, we'll reflect the injuries realistically. They'll be on the injured list in our oh, game. That's right. That's because you update every week, man. But, but we do we cool. do allow players to – to overwrite that if they want. So you could start a franchise and say, do you want to use existing injuries or not? Do you want to cancel injuries or not? When you when you play online, um, at least for play a friend, we don't do it for ranked. When you're playing ranked, you have to use the default roster. Um, but if you're playing a friend online, you could just sub the guy in. He, he's moved down the depth chart when he goes on the injury list. But if you want to play, let's say uh, two years ago, um, who was the, there was a, Aaron, when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Yeah. Um, big problem because Packers are a really popular team. And that's when we made the change was during his injury. People said, I don't want to use the Packers anymore because I can't play with Aaron Rodgers. So we just said, just sub him back in, make him your starter. And then basically the injury goes away at that point. That's pretty cool. That answers that question pretty damn fast too. I, that's why you're here, my friend. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Clint Oldenburg joins us here on McChesney Unchained episode 121. We're talking about Madden 2021, correct? Yes. 2021 right uh, madden 2022 2022 uh, that's right yeah, so world, worldwide up. launch here in 10 days on 10 days. August 20th august 20th so i can't wait to get the game and and you know dive in and see what it's like this year i always enjoy playing it uh i enjoy whipping my son's asses more than anything else like that is my number one goal is to never lose to them in madden uh, or chess although they whip my ass in damn near every other video game um when you're talking about online play this year, are there any new features or anything else that, that people can look forward to in that? I, I love the online franchises and I, that's always fun. It, you know, it takes dedicated people though. You can't have somebody that won't play their game or do their, their end on the franchise. Is there anything new that people can look forward to on the online side of things? Well, there's all kinds of new features. And the best thing about the feature set for Madden 22 is it touches all of our modes in unique ways. So, and I'm, and I'm going to just lightly touch on franchise, but for online franchise users, uh, there's a lot to look forward to. We did a significant investment in overhauling the franchise experience, got assistant coaches in there, coach skill trees, a lot of depth uh, for franchise. I'm on nice. the gameplay side, so that's where I'm going to focus. For gameplay, we have a new feature called Dynamic Game Day, and it's made up of three components. It's Game Day Momentum, Game Day Atmosphere, and Dynamic uh, presentation and next-gen stats. And with that comes a big investment in, in not only your gameplay experience as a player, but also when you play against the AI for offline players. 
And so we're leaning into two, two core things. I know I said a lot of words there, but what it really bubbles down to is we're trying to make the environments and the atmosphere and the fan bases play a bigger part in your gameplay experience. So you can nice. feel how the momentum is flowing in the game and you can unlock perks. We're calling them M factors or momentum factors. You can unlock perks that make the game a little bit different and the field surface matters. And then there's also a perk known as home field advantage. All 32 NFL stadiums have a unique perk to their home field. So for example, when you play in Denver, uh, your opponent's gonna get tired faster because they have less stamina reserves in the Mile High City. So that's one example of a home field advantage. Nice. And then the second thing is we, we are utilizing next-gen stats through our partnership with the NFL for the second year in a row. And we're rolling that in to make our AI players and teams more realistic in terms of play calling behaviors, player tendencies. So you're going to see Lamar Jackson and the Ravens play a run heavy type of ball game against you. Whereas Josh Allen and the bills are going to be passing the ball all over, all over the field. That all comes from that data that we're importing into the game. And that's the, the AI in the past, you know, people can turn up the, 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 the bars to a hundred on everything and get the best game. Uh, do for the guys who do like to play 10, 12 minute quarters and, and like the interweaving of the game and aren't just playing the quick five minute, get off the sticks, you know, like kids do in college. Is, is that where the AI is really going to, where you're going to see those changes playing against the computer and whatnot? Cause I, I think the computer gives you a hell of a game. If you turn it on, you know, all Madden and, and hall of fame and stuff like that, you can get a way better game from the computer at times than you can for online against some 12 year old. So just elaborate on that a little bit because the, the gameplay side of things that last year when you guys put the pass rush stuff in, I remember we talked about like the ability to use the knobs to pass rush. And then all of a sudden I could use the knob to pass rush. I was like, damn, this is pretty cool. So just on the, on, on that side of things, is it more on the, I can lock onto this player and just take over the game with that individual or, or do you have, can you change the way a, a team plays just by, looking at the AI and going, okay, I want Lamar Jackson to be more of a thrower now. Uh, you can if he's your user quarterback. So how these next-gen stats manifest themselves are kind of like traits. Um, if anyone's played our game, they're familiar with traits under the hood, like uh, throws under pressure, or throws tight spirals, right. things like that. So we've manifested these tendencies as traits. And if you're playing franchise with the Ravens, Lamar Jackson's going to come in with a set of traits that matches what he did last year and the year before. But if you all of a sudden want to throw the ball all around with Lamar Jackson, once you hit a certain threshold of passes, whether they be deep, medium or short versus running with him, then his trait will just automatically change based on your gameplay. Okay. The same That's will awesome. hold true for the computer over time in a franchise league, but they're going to lean more into their strengths. And so let's say for whatever reason in your franchise, the Ravens are a, a below average team and they're losing a lot of games. They may have to throw the ball a lot to catch up. That could make the AI Lamar Jackson traits change, but they're going to, they're going to lean into their known traits to start. All right. So this is really a, a hot button question. This next one. And I know you don't make this game, but I know you played the hell out of it and it's back now because of NIL and college football. So are we going to see the draft classes in NCAA football when that game comes out, reinstituted back into Madden so you can play your college season and then take all those guys and put them onto Madden and draft them and do all that? Because honestly, I thought that was the coolest part back in the day when you could interweave those two. Is that going to come back too when, when NCAA college football gets back on the shelves this year because of NIL? Thank God guys are getting paid now. Uh, well, so a few things there. So um, college football, uh, it's not it's not NCAA right now. It's just great college football. 
Um, as you said, uh, you, well, you think I'm not making, so I am involved. You um, are involved. So I, I am involved with. Oh, this is involved. even cooler. Tell me more. Come on, give me <laughs> secrets. Uh, well, you know it's an EA game, and we we make, you know, we make football. So we have a core football team, and so we're going to be involved making a football game because it's extremely that, difficult to make a kicks game ass from boy. scratch. I was hoping um, you guys were going to be involved making this game, so that makes me even happier. Yeah, so everyone's really excited about college football, but it's it's not coming out this year. Um, the the year? launch date is unknown. Uh, you know, all that stuff still to be figured ah. out. This, this game, this game is in its infancy, so I can't I can't give out a whole bunch of details. I would assume that uh, import draft class would be a part of the planning, but nice. Uh, you know, we're just getting this game up and running right now. We just announced it publicly just a few what weeks or months ago. So everyone's right. really excited about it. But in terms of level of detail, there is not much to share right now other than college football is coming coming back, which is big enough in, in and of itself. And now I'm assuming you're going to be able to use the player names and like, you know, that's going to be part of it is, is you're not going to just be like number 75 and number 62 and stuff like that on the game anymore. It'll actually be able to use the player names too with NIO, which is pretty kick-ass. Um, I'm assuming, you know, NCAA was, was like Madden back in the day. They weren't exactly the same, but they were similar. So I'm assuming that it'll be similar in, in the gameplay aspect, which is awesome. Um, all right. So look, I, I'm really excited about Madden coming out. I, I can't wait to get, you know, immerse back in the game and, and check out all the new features and everything. Remember everybody, you can follow Clint on Twitter at Clint Oldenburg. He's got the blue check mark. He's always updating and giving news on ratings and whatnot. Uh, so make sure you, you follow him there. Uh, look, Clint, Clint's a CSU Ram and Hey puppy, look at that. That's the biggest dog I've ever seen. That's a horse. That's not a dog. That's a horse. He just let a horse into his room, a seven foot mutt. Good God. That dog is huge, Clint. All right. But neither here nor there. Clint's a CSU Ram. All right. And we played against each other in college. Um, and you know, had had good battles, and then we played with each other in the NFL with the Jets, and then with the Broncos. So let's dive into some opinion here from an ex-college football player, draft pick with the New England Patriots, and then a guy who played in the league for just as long as I did. Um, first, let's start with college football. Number one, I'm kind of bitter that they're not playing this year. I think they should play every year. I, I'm one of the purists here in Colorado who's from here who want them to play every year. Uh, Next year, they go to Fort Collins, which would be kick-ass, and we'll get another CU-CSU game, I think, or the year after one of the two. How do you feel about Colorado State? I know this season you're excited for it. We, there's people back in the stands, but are you worried about the college football realignment? Do you think they're going to end up in one of these big conferences? I was up there for football camp this this summer, and I sat down with Adazio and talked to him a long time about this, and they're – pretty adamant that they think they can get into the big 12 or a 20 team conference pack pack 20 something like that so i know that's a lot but give me your thoughts uh yeah that that's good stuff so i you know i live in the south now i'm down in orlando and so everything down here is about the sec from my standpoint it looks like that's all anyone cares about they're going to make this major super conference the sec and everyone else is on their own yeah um I'm very interested to see how that's going to work moving forward uh, with what you already talked about with this NIL stuff and players getting paid. Cause I think the gap is going to widen across the country. Big time. And players are just going to go to where they can make the most money. I think I saw one, one college players already made a million dollars, which. And he hasn't even taken a snap yet. The, uh, 
the quarterback for Alabama this year, I can't, I don't even know his name, but he signed a $1.1 million deal or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to significantly change the landscape. Uh, now, if we, if we switch focuses to Colorado state, I would be thrilled to see him go to a big conference. Um, the bottom line is, and, and I'm, I'm a huge Ram supporter to my heart, to my core, and I'll, I'll support him and follow him my whole life. It's, a lot of this stuff will take care of itself. You just win games. Absolutely. We won enough games for the last several years. And, uh, you know, before before I would be talking about, can I get in the Big 12, can I get in the Pac-12, whatever it is, let's just win some games. If I'm in the Mountain West or the WAC or I'm an independent, I don't care. Let's win some games. Everything else will take care of itself. So how do you feel about Adazio? He's a smash mouth, old school offensive line coach as a, as a head coach. I don't know if you've talked to him or whatnot. I, I probably have had more conversations with him than you living in Orlando, but Look, the facilities are beautiful. The stadium is amazing. It's on campus. I mean, I, I was blown away the last time I was up there on just everything now that it's finished. I can't wait to see it full. Um, we might have to have Colorado come to Fort Collins to fill it up for you, but I can't wait to see it full. Uh, give me your thoughts on Adazio and just the future of the program here. Uh, and if would you rather go into a reinvented Big 12 or maybe step into a, a, a Pac-20 type conference? Uh, I have not met coach yet. Everything I've heard about him from the, the people I know in the program, it, all great things. He's running a, running a great program. Um, so I'm really excited to see what he's going to do. And I can't wait to actually talk to him a few times when I'm able to make my way back out West. Uh, so excited about him as a hire and, and what he's trying to do uh, in terms of what conference, you know, if I had to pick, I think a, a, a big 12 thing would be great. Uh, Pac-12 seems a little too far away. Uh, for me, you know, just Colorado all the way out there and, you know, no offense, but CU hasn't done great <laughs> in that conference. Oh, it, I don't, I don't really like the pack as a conference, honestly, you know, the more I hear about, oh, we had Joel Clad on last week and he got pretty deep into the NIL and the conference realignment. And he, he was saying to me that he thinks there's a potential of four 20 team super conferences. So that, and that includes Colorado, Oregon, Washington, USC, UCLA, Stanford leaving and going to the big 10 and the big 10 losing Rutgers and, and Maryland. And then, you know, Iowa and Iowa, Iowa state and Kansas going there. And then like the big 12, just essentially folding and those teams going to fill in the, the pac 12 slots and things of that nature. So if there's four 20 team super conferences, I don't, I don't know where Colorado and Colorado state fit. I don't know where Wyoming fits. I don't know where teams like that, that are on the up and are putting a lot of money into their programs fit. Uh, being in a major conference already definitely helps. There's no doubt about that, but CSU is ready for that. In my opinion, they're ready to be in a major conference. They have the support. Uh, they have the facilities. They're spending money on their coaching staff. You know, coach Adazio has been a, a big time college football coach for a long time. So I, again, uh, agree with you that, winning is the most important thing so hopefully they can go out and have a great year you know the mcbride brothers can play they got some good players up there and how about uh how about our boy joel dreesen going into the hall of fame i know you saw that that's pretty kick-ass oh yeah i'm uh, well deserved i'm so happy for joel uh he was always a superstar when he was there and then even more so in his nfl career yeah just well such deserved a honor for him I, I always said he was one of the guys that you know you, you hated playing against and wish that i remember we were in the all-state game together way back in the day and he was so hot that that CU took a, a he's like that that kid from Iowa, Quinn Simnuski, he's a good player, but I'm better than him. And I'm like, yeah, you probably are. And he was. I mean, Quinn, Quinn played in the NFL too. 
but Joel was a game changer and uh, one of the best opponents I ever played against and a guy who was a great teammate as well. Both of us uh, shared time with JB in the NFL. So, all right. So uh, I wanted to get your opinion on not only on Madden, because I, you know, they've got to be the worst quarterback room on Madden in, in, in Denver, but I wanted to get your opinion just being, you know, a, a, a front range guy growing up with the Broncos, knowing the legacy here after Manning and whatnot, what, what the hell are the Broncos going to do about Bridgewater and Drew Locke? I'm going to talk about this when we get done with the interview too, a little bit, but give me your opinion on that being an ex NFL lineman. And, and honestly, I can't imagine either of them are like real high on the Madden rating scale. What's what's uh, Bridgewater's probably like a 71 Drew's probably like a 50. <laughs> uh, we we like drew uh we like drew a lot as, as a madden ratings adjuster team um don't necessarily think he's been given all the all the best opportunities but his, his rating is is about right there with uh teddy's in terms of what the broncos are doing you know number one it's really hard to find a quarterback but I, you know i think what they're doing is smart they have they have a young kid in drew lock who they think could be a player but it isn't quite there yet they got a guy, a known known entity in, in Teddy Bridgewater, who's not going to take a lot of shots down the field. He's going to try to not turn the ball over and be uber conservative. And I think that that's really important for the way that they built their team. They have potential to be a top five defense, if not the number one defense in the league. If Von defense is real and does what he does, like they have a great defense. So I think they believe they are going to be competitive in every game they're in because their defense will keep them competitive. And if they can just win the turnover battle and keep the chains moving, they're going to have opportunities to win games that you may not think they will win just looking at their schedule. So I think what they're doing is smart. And then, you know, obviously the potential of Aaron Rodgers coming over the following season or, or another quarterback is what, what they're planning on. Um, but I, I do believe that the Broncos are going to be a competitive team this year. All right. Last question I got for you. And, and I know, look, I know you're a Patriot fan. They, they drafted you, you, you played for them. Your brother was a huge Patriot fan back in the day. I'm sure that still, still resonates. Yeah. Um, has Tom Brady ever been a nine, nine on Madden? Yeah. He's yeah. He a has been a 99. Yeah. Um, okay. What, he is broken. Like while you're on Brady, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but like, well, that, that I was going to ask you like, what, what, Okay, have you ever seen anything like this before? Like, I just ask everybody the same question about this cat is, what in the holy hell is going on here? He's, <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes, he could be everybody's father out there, and he is dicing people up still. I can barely get the fuck out of bed, and I'm only 39 years old. Well, he is, uh, he's an extremely smart guy, and he has figured something out about his body, and I think it's in, in terms of flexibility, really, that's extended his career. Um, and he's also been a guy that's never really taken any big hits. You know, he, he gets a little ball's gone, a little crap for like crumpling in the pocket, but he's not going to put his body at risk. I think hey, he's really not stupid in terms of Madden though. Like there was so many years, you know, our, our simulation logic in franchise mode, usually when the quarterback started reaching the age of like 36, 37, 38, it was like, this guy should be retiring and regressing. His ratings are going to start going down. And there was like a three-year period where that was one of the top complaints from franchise players that say, I keep playing franchise and Tom Brady keeps retiring, you know, when he's 37 at the end of the season. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, next year he'll probably retire. And then next year he'll probably retire. And finally we said, we got to change this logic. To this he's not retiring. He's going to play till he's 50. I mean, for <laughs> right. God's sakes. 
So that's so, just that's one example of him just breaking every mold that's known. So I mean, if you have to change everything about the game as from a quarterback perspective, are the other positions getting that same kind of look, or do they still are those guys still retiring after 12 years? <laughs> Linemen uh, are retiring. <laughs> I mean, we certainly haven't had that problem across other positions, uh, nowhere near as visible. Right. Um, and I, honestly, I don't see it a lot of, for other positions. I mean, linemen are retiring early now. Obviously, running backs and receivers are retiring early. Um, he's a special one, man. It's, it's, it's bizarre. And being down there in Orlando, last question here for Mr. Clint Oldenburgs. We get you out of here on episode 121, McChesney Unchained. Always fun talking about Madden and the new release in 10 days. Make sure you go out and, and get yourself a copy. Um, being in Orlando and Northern Florida and Tampa Bay, and they brought back their entire 22, all 22 starters plus AB um, the, on that Super Bowl roster are back as starters. And you know, my boy Ryan Jensen is the center. And I was talking to him on the phone the other day, and he, I don't know if I've ever heard him more excited. Uh, he said that they were good last year. He said, we were good last year, and we, we caught fire at the right time, and Tom motivated us, and we, we won a Super Bowl. This he, he was telling me on the phone that this is, this is an all-time good team, and I believe it, bro. Like, they are stacked at every position. They can get after you on defense. Todd Bowles is back. Their receivers and tight end and skill position groups are unreal. Unreal. And I'm just looking at it like how, Tampa Bay's got to be the favorite and, and the best team on this year's game, correct? I mean, you've never been in a position where 22 guys come back from a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, they're the, they're the best overall team on the game. And if you go back to your previous guy, it's the Brady effect. I mean, what they avoided, usually when you win a Super Bowl, all your free agents are going to go get their money somewhere else because they got their ring. It's the Brady effect. People are taking discounts, like my boy Shaq Barrett from CSU. He took they a want discount. A ring. To Tampa they Bay. want more rings. Um, and that that is directly attributed to Tom Brady being there. If, if you're in the NFL over the last 20 years, and I said, if you could play with one guy who has the highest chance of winning the Super Bowl, who are you going to say, Tom? So if you have an opportunity to play with Tom, if it's going to cost you a couple million dollars, so what? You're likely to hit the Super Bowl, which is huge. And uh, he's a guy, even when I, I was young, and I only played, played with him for a very short time, but he's a guy who just inherently makes everyone around him better because you want to win for him. You see the passion and the hard work and everything that he puts into the sport. And you feel like when you mess up or do something to, to not win games, you're letting him down. And so he just has this... Uh, this special quality that want that people want to be around him. And I think that Tampa Bay is benefiting from that. Brother, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Episode 121. Uh, it is much better for, for that reason. Um, I hope that your CSU Rams have themselves one hell of a year. And obviously we'll be talking as football season goes on. Uh, we'll get online and, and, uh, and have some time to beat you down. Hopefully uh, on the sticks at some point, it'll never happen. See the sarcasm in his face. Um, I literally have never beaten this man in a video game. He just sits there and toys with me, but that's okay. Um, Clint, thanks for coming on the show, brother. Stay up. All the best to you and your family down there. Remember, you can follow Clint on Twitter at Clint Oldenburg. Uh, he's got that blue check mark for all things Madden related and all the ratings, questions, and everything else. Make sure you give him a follow. CO, thank you, brother. And uh, I hope your Rams have a good year. Yeah, thank you, Chez. Go Rams. And like I said earlier, Madden 22. Worldwide launch, August 20th. Go pick up a copy. Let us know what you think. 10 days, baby. All right, see you later, bro. All right, thanks. All right, so all the best to my man, Clint Oldenburg, for coming on the show. That was awesome. Uh, we always like to, you know, keep 
keep you informed on Madden and having that ability to bring him on every year. It, it gives the listeners something cool. And, and all the, all the kids at the gym all morning this morning, were asking me questions and ask him this and ask him that. Cause they're, they're all playing the game. And I I'm telling you my boys, I have an 11 and an eight year old and uh, my boys are finally at that age where they really like sports and they're into it and they're playing flag football. Finally, and next year they'll play tackle and we get, we play Madden constantly. And, you know, sometimes I take it easy on them, but most of the time I just thrash them. And I don't, I don't know if, if other parents are like that, but my father, I played him in chess damn near three, four times a week for the entirety of our, our lives together before he passed. And I never beat him once. I, he never gave me a chance. I mean, he used to beat me in five moves and shit. And I've taken that. My boys and I play chess constantly, and it's a thinking man's game, and I want them to think. Um, so I, I'm, I'm constantly pushing and they've never beat me in that. And I won't let them beat me in Madden. And honestly, I won't let them beat me in 21 and I won't let them beat me in much. And, uh, they, they really beat the hell out of me in the fighting games. I can't even compete with them in mortal Kombat, things of that nature. I, it's just moving too fast for me. I got one eye. I can't do it. We have a NASCAR game. It's all left turns. I'm fucked. Um, definitely losing on that regard too. So, you know, it, it's, it's just really cool that, you know, Clint's a part of that. And I'm telling you, two years ago, we were on this show talking about some of the adjustments that needed to be made in pass rushing and how it really pisses me off that I have to use the upper buttons. And he was like, yeah, we're changing that. And I was like, you should use the knobs. He's like, yeah, we should use the knobs. And bam, we use the knobs now to pass rush on Madden. Make sure you go get your copy. Uh, it comes out in 10 days worldwide uh, uh, release. And I'll have it in about three or four days. He's going to send me a special code. So I'll be giving some updates on the game and, and how it's going. Uh, but episode 121 was pretty kick-ass having Clint on. So we're going to talk about a couple more things here on the show uh, as we get into things. Number one, um, I'm going to be joining my man Henry uh, Chisholm here, who does such a great job on DNVR buffs and so many other things here at DNVR. I'm going to be joining him for the entirety of the football season here on DNVR buffs. And we're going to be doing a show today that will air later this afternoon talking about the, the buffs. And, you know, I've got a lot of guys up there that I've placed. And big Travis Gray from Cherokee Trail just committed to them the other day uh another one of my guys and you know it's it's pretty cool that there's so many dungeon family guys up in boulder and coach wilson's the defensive coordinator and he was my coach and i'm very interwoven up there and i know everybody and obviously i was a captain there and played there and, and have a lot of pride in my university so i'm really excited to do that with henry we've got some big stuff on on uh on deck hopefully that we can make happen this for the football season this year the opener Feb or uh, September 3rd is going to be amazing. So I can't wait for that. Uh, I want to get into a couple of things. Number one, uh, like always, episode 121 is brought to you by our good friends at DraftKings. And it's everybody's favorite time of year. And it's right around the corner, college football season. And I was just talking to my boy Clint about this, CU, CSU, all the lines uh, are going to be, you know, insane this year. It's, we got some great games on deck. I can't wait to be able to bet on DraftKings. Uh to celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook is America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of the action. $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. So you can take advantage of that limited time offer right now. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and check out all the great odds promotions and daily odds boosts that they're offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable. It's located right here in the United States, so it's easy to de deposit and get your money at your convenience. Uh, I use it routinely. I mean, I'm, I, I, I win a lot, so that's nice. Um, you know, if, if you have 
if you have the ability to, to bet and do it respectively and, and responsibly, you should definitely use this app. Uh, the promo code DNVR will always get you what you want here at the, at the bar. Uh, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DNVR to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's DNVR for $200 in free bets instantly. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Do you have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Like I said, there's no problems in winning. That's for damn sure. Um, I wanted to talk about some of these lines uh, before we get into the Denver Broncos quarterback situation and, and camp and whatnot. I wanted to talk about that a whole lot today. So when you're talking about DraftKings odds this year, you know, when you're looking at divisions and whatnot, teams to win the divisions in the AFC, teams to win the divisions in the NFC, team specials, teams features, things of that, things of that nature. You know, Super Bowl winner, the Chiefs are plus 500, the Bucks are plus 600. You know, you put 10 bucks on the bucks at plus 600. That's a pretty good number. Um, when you're looking at the Broncos are plus 4,500. Do I think they're a Super Bowl winning team? No, but their defense is elite and elite defensive have won Super Bowls in the past with guys who can't throw the ball lick. And I think we've got two quarterbacks that are at least efficient. That's a big number at plus 4,500. Conference winners, when you look, Kansas City's plus 250, Baltimore's plus 650, Buffalo's plus 500, Cleveland's plus 800. You know, Tennessee's 1,300, Denver's plus 2,000. So the, the Denver defense is keeping them in on this, on the DraftKings numbers here. So when you're looking at division winners, if the let's just talk about the Broncos and the AFC West right now alone. Uh, when you're looking at the AFC West and the Denver Broncos, the Chiefs are not a negative 250. Everybody thinks they'll run away with the division. The Broncos are plus 600. Ah, hell, I'm going to take that number. The Broncos defense alone gives them a chance in the division, especially if something happens to Mahomes. And the Chiefs are due to have a down year, uh, especially with Mahomes and that offensive line. It just If everything's going to be talked about how good they're going to be, you've got to just expect things not to work as smoothly as they should. I mean, Tampa Bay's got to be – worried about that as well so just something that we've got to you know to think about here when you're betting on these lines you're looking at tennessee's a division favorite at negative 120 the bucks are a division favorite at negative 200 baltimore's a division favorite at plus 115 because the steelers at plus 500 they won uh they won the nfc north last year and they're not going to be bad they just had some turnover and roethlisberger's old the, the you know the division winner for the nfc west uh this is the tightest division in football in my opinion san francisco's plus 180 the rams are plus 190 seattle's plus 275 on DraftKings for your odds for a division winner so before the season starts you can get in there and make some of these bets on the odds winners for conference, the odds winners for the regular season, put your money where your mouth is and see if you can do it. Uh, remember to use promo code DNVR on everything. Um, I, I'm definitely going to get in on some of these division winner numbers. Uh, the negative numbers, probably not going to play those too much, but the more you can parlay during the season, make sure you keep your, your, uh, your ear to the, to the ground on that one. I'll be talking about the touchdown parlays and the guys that are going to score each week and, you know, last year I cleaned up on, on touchdown scores and, and parlaying guys to score. I remember last year in the, uh, the New Orleans-Kansas City game down in New Orleans, I picked uh, Landon Murray or Murray, Kamara, Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill all to score. 
and they all had negative numbers to score a touchdown in the game. But when you parlayed all four of them together on a $500 bet, it paid out to about 14 G. So that was a nice Sunday to say the least. They all scored by halftime. So I'll be uh, throwing around some numbers this year on McChesney Unchained and, and all the episodes to try and give every, all the listeners out there a little bit of a heads up on what we're doing and how we're doing it. See if we can make you some money as well on DraftKings this year, like, like I did last year. So we will see. Um, Let's talk about the Denver Broncos here. Uh, training camp is what it is. You know, full pads used to mean something back in the day. Now it it doesn't mean as much. Um, it, it's more about staying healthy than developing your football team. Your football team is already developed by that point, to say the least. I'm I'm not worried about anything but the quarterback position. I think this roster is deep. I think it's good. I like the the pick of Patrick Sertain, but I understand where people are pissed off that Fields wasn't the guy. And honestly, not getting Aaron Rodgers and Fields excelling in Cleveland or in Chicago the way he is and talking about him taking the job from Andy Dalton immediately and not having to sit back and, and grow. I mean, it's going to be pretty tough if Fields is a Pro Bowl type player and guys taking Chicago to the to promised land with that good defense. If if Denver passed on him, even though you're getting you know a, a lockdown corner and certain, and you know George Payton coming out and saying it's harder to find a lockdown corner these days than it is an elite quarterback. Uh, I okay, I, I'll go with that. There's more elite quarterbacks in the NFL than there are, are elite lockdown corners. Okay, I can go with that. But when you have a team that's stacked with corners with Fuller and you just went out and got Darby and you got dudes and guys that played last year, even though they were the 28th ranked defense, you know, they had a lot of injuries. Vaughn wasn't there, COVID, so on and so forth. Any excuse you want to throw, I, I think taking fields would have been retrospectively looking at it now probably a good idea i mean look i'm not blown away by teddy bridgewater i don't think that he's going to be the answer to anyone's prayers i think he's going to help denver win nine or ten games next year and take us to the playoffs and then when it comes down to quarterback playing offensive efficiency and the you know if the defense gets behind in a playoff game then we're going to see we're going to see if that defense is elite like the 2015 version of the broncos defense was so good that it won a Super Bowl. I've only seen three or four defenses that could do that in NFL history. And honestly, the Broncos 2015 is right on that list. So, you know, 2000 Ravens, 85 Bears, the there's a lot of really good defensive football teams out there uh, throughout the years that have won Super Bowls. And but there's only a couple elite ones that have won with really terrible quarterback play. I'm not saying terrible quarterbacks. I'm saying terrible quarterback play, which in 2015, the Broncos quarterback play wasn't great. So I don't think Bridgewater or Locke are going to be those guys. And, and look, Teddy Bridgewater is being complimented by Drew Locke already. He's, he's literally sitting there talking to the media about how Teddy is so conservative and does a great job checking the ball down and getting the, the offense in the best play, and he's more of a gunslinger and yada, yada. Well, bro, if you don't know what an overfront is or where the squeeze gap is or how to adjust to – you know, numbers and blitzes and drops and everything else that you're going to see. Yeah. The gunslinger aspect is going to get us beat. He ain't Brett Favre. So if he tries to play like him, we lose. So I I'm more of the, uh, the idea that Teddy Bridgewater is the right way to go in this regard and just hammer the rock and play defense and try and eliminate 
opportunities for negative plays and turnovers. And it's what Clint said on the show, like, you know, Bridgewater just seems like he's that guy and he's here for a year. Could he extend that into two or three? Yeah, probably if he plays well. Um, I think Bridgewater, who's a former first rounder off a catastrophic knee injury when he played in new Orleans around great personnel, he was five and oh, and looked really good. So when breeze was hurt, I think he can do that here in Denver and Denver can be a really surprised football team next year especially with the first three weeks of the season being such three winnable games. Although I do think the giant game is going to be challenging in the opener. They're pretty good on defense. They do a lot of different stuff. And again, they're, they're a player or two away from being pretty damn good in big blue land as well. So we will see, but I, I put my money on Bridgewater here to be the starter knowing Vic Fangio, Pat Schumer. And look, I just think Drew Locke is just, he, he's too much of a frat boy for me, man. I mean, he's just too, he's too hunky-dory, lotty-dotty, just kind of everything's funny. It's all a joke. He's, he's a kid. He's not, a, he's not a, a grown-ass man, professional quarterback, in my opinion. He's got a lot of potential, but he's also got a lot of, he's got a lot of, like, fun boy, frat boy in him. And it, it just, I don't know, rubs me the wrong way a little bit. So every time he walks off the field and takes his helmet off and fixes his hair and like the poof, and it makes me want to just bash my head against the, the TV. I don't, of course, because I want to watch the game, but just saying the internal feeling is there. Um, so I guess we'll see. Uh, overall, I think the Broncos are going to be really good. And again, that number on DraftKings at plus 600, I'd be taking that if, if you uh, are a Bronco fan and, and put some money on them to win the division. Kansas City at some point is going to get a run for their money, and it ain't from the Chargers and the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders are like plus 2,200. They got no chance. They got some good players, but they are struggling on defense. So see how long that experiment in Las Vegas goes. Uh, I can't wait to go out there this fall. I'm going to probably go out for the Raider Raven game on Monday night and, uh, you know, go play some blackjack and enjoy divorce land and, and, uh, and, and see what we can see. So all right, that's a wrap. Episode 121 is a wrap. I'm your host, Matt McChesney. As always, thank you to DraftKings for all they do supporting the show uh, and our, our friends down here at DNBR. Make sure you get down here off of Colfax. This bar and studio is incredible, so uh, they do a great job. And again, I'm going to be joining my man Henry Trism here all, all the time, all, uh, all fall here for uh, the DNBR bus show. We're going to be talking buffs and schedule and defense and so much more. First episode airs today with me on there with Henry. So uh, make sure you give that a listen as well. So thanks very much for everybody listening today. The Madden episode's a wrap. Remember, 10 days it comes out. Thank you to my man, Clint, and everyone out there listening. That's a wrap at 121. Talk to you next week, folks. <laughs>